welcome to the Stay Tuned Podcast. My name is Anthony Canonico and I'll be your host. On this week's episode, I'm rejoined by my correspondent Christian Dukic, and we're going to discuss our top five albums of 2010, as well as some of the new music that has dropped over the past few weeks while he's been away. And following that, I'm going to be reviewing St. John's 2019 album, Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs. Hey everybody and welcome to the, what are we on now, the sixth episode, I believe, of the Stay Tuned podcast. Uh, I'd like to welcome back my correspondent, Christian Dukic, who's been away from us for a little while. He was uh, a little under the weather on episode three and then he's been moving through four and five, so, uh, but he's back now. How are you feeling now, Christian? Uh, stomach's still a little off, but a lot better than what I was, so, we Gucci. That's good, that's good. How was the move? Not as fun. <laughs> Yeah. Moving sucks. Yeah, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, it's kind of been another... Uh, you, you really haven't missed all that much. Um, no, nothing really happened music-wise. A few big releases, but like news-wise, we've had a few like hit battles and whatnot, but I mean, it's it's not anything super noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, since it's quarantine and the world is at a bit of a standstill, uh, we've all been looking for some ideas for interesting content to write about that's kind of exciting, or, you know. Uh, so first of all, I'd like to take a quick moment to say that any content suggestions can be sent to me directly, um, following the descriptions in the bio of this video. You can DM me on Twitter, you can shoot me an email, uh, or comment on the videos. Um... You know, I'll be sure to check it out. Uh, anyways, though, this week, our producer, or this is a few weeks ago now, actually, but our producer, uh, Brady, came up with a new series that I'm super excited about. And basically on this segment, Christian and I are going to go back a few years and discuss our top five albums of every year of the 2010s. Uh, so starting with 2010, ending with 2019. Uh, for the sake of timing, we won't be giving these albums any, you know, super formal writing or review uh, but if you're ever interested in some more comprehensive breakdowns, hit me up on Twitter or my email, and I'm always down to chat or make another video. Uh, anyways, without any more introduction, we can get into 2010 if you're ready, Christian. Oh, I'm ready. All right, well, let me get started then. I think uh, the the whole world can probably guess my number one album of 2010. Uh, not only is it the album of the year, it's my favorite album of all time. Uh, we're talking about uh, Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, you know, uh, I, that that is, the, in my opinion, like the greatest artistic achievement in hip-hop history, and I, I would need hours to get into it, into its intricacies. Uh, you know, now that I'm talking about it, uh, shout out Cole Kushna and the Dissect Podcast. They have an excellent season on MBDTF uh, that will make you love it more than you already do. Uh, but anyways, yeah, MBDTF, number one for me. What about you, Christian? I'm going to have to follow you. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is number one. Great album. My favorite Kanye album. Uh, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there, though. Um, 
All right, uh, I'll move on to number two then. Number two is also a pretty easy decision for me. Uh, it's uh, Kids by Mac Miller. It's one of the best projects by my favorite artist. Uh, you know, it was recently released on streaming services, which is awesome. I've been spending it a lot since then, you know, now that it's more accessible. Uh, although I had it downloaded on local files before, but you know, it, it's a great album. It's so that album is maybe Mac's most like nostalgic for me. That like I genuinely just feel like I I can when I listen to that I get taken back to the place I was. The heard it I heard it for the first time like every single time, and it's just there's something about that album that's just special to me. Uh, anyways, what's your second? I do as much as I love kids. For number two, I'm gonna have to put uh, Man of the Moon two. by Kid Cudi. Mainly for the same reason of the nostalgia, like every time I listen to it, it's just like a wave of oh man, childhood, good memories and shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I know what you mean there. That's a that'll probably be on my list somewhere, but uh, not yet. We're gonna go number three. Number three is where it gets a little interesting for me, and I, I think I gotta go with Friday Night Lights by J Cole. Uh, that's a great mixtape, one of my favorite tapes actually. Uh, it's one I don't come back to as often as I wish I did, partially because I just don't have the time to listen to so much music uh partially just because when i am listening to cole there's maybe some other projects i'd prefer to listen to you know uh 2014 forest hill drives come to mind but um yeah number three is going to be friday night lights all right for me i'd have to say number three kids by mac miller <laughs> all right great ass mixtape love it yeah yeah it's super dope you already covered it pretty well true true uh number four Number four is a hard one. I, I have a list here, but I don't think I'm going to go with the option on my list. I think I'm going to go off the top. Uh, you know, 2010 isn't isn't a great year for me. Uh, like, I mean, apart from, like, this top five is solid, but apart from that, there's really not much quality. Uh, anyways, though, w without any more delay. Number four, I think I'm going to give it to Nicki Minaj and Pink Friday. Uh, originally, I was going to go Man on the Moon 2 <laughs> by Kid Cudi. I'm going to make that number five. Um, but yeah, no, Pink Friday, I think, I think just Edge's Man on the Moon 2 by just, I don't know, the, the slightest amount, um, uh, Man on the Moon 2, number 5, Pink Friday, Nicki Minaj, number 4, uh, Christian? So, for me, number 4 would have to be Thank Me Later by Drake, a lot of nostalgia with that, yeah. mm, some really good ass bangers on there, and then after that, number 5 would be Recovery from Eminem. Okay. That's a pretty solid list. I'm just going to round mine out mm -hmm. again quickly. Uh, number one, MBDTF. Number two, Kids. Number three, Friday Night Lights. Number four, Pink Friday. Number five, Man on the Moon 2. Uh, shout out, Thank Me Later, and No Mercy by Drake and T.I. respectively. Those are both good albums too. Uh, anyways, Christian, I'll let you do yours. Sick. So mine was number one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Number two, Man on the Moon. Two, number three, Kids. Number four, Thank Me Later. And number five, Recovery. All right, yeah, that's a that's a pretty solid top five. I think uh, it's it's respectable. Um, all right, what else have uh, have we missed over the past few weeks? Uh, Drake, Drake dropped Darkland demo tapes. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about that. Uh, what were your thoughts on the project? Um. If those are just, like, throwaways, I'm really excited to see what's going to come for the album later this year. Yeah. Just for, like, a throwaway album that was really good. Yeah, I thought so, too. Um, I, I gave it, of course, a review on last week's podcast, and that review should be on YouTube by the time this one airs. But, um, yeah, no, I, I made it pretty clear I was a big fan. Um, 
for what it was, I think, like, as a throwaway tape, as you said, I, th I think it's a super solid project. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for the next album. He said it's coming this summer. Uh, studio album number six from, you know, the six gods. So, uh... It's gotta be a banger! I I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get some more... I don't even know if I'm hoping. Yeah, no. I, I want some more Toronto-themed music. Like, if you're reading this, it's too late. went so hard. Mm-hmm. I want, I want another... If I need some music for the city. A lot of people want another Take Care. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people want Take Care Part 2. Fuck that. No. I want If You're Reading This Is Too Late Part 2. Mm. I mean, I would also love Take Care Part 2, but... Yeah, If You're Reading This Is Too Late Part 2 would be dope. I'm also a rare views lover. I would love another views. Speaking of which, uh, my uh, Christmas, uh, you should get me uh, views on record. Anyways. Um, I still have that. That pack's still available. I need to get that. Yeah, the one you've been saying you were going to buy forever. Anyways. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up getting on the weekend <laughs> Yeah, and then you got a different one. That cost the same amount as, like, three record. Anyway, anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, what else can we talk about? 6-9. Uh, 6-9 six nine. Six nine is back. Six nine. Uh, I don't... You know, I don't... Nah, fuck it. 6-9's uh, back. Uh, dropped a new single, uh, Gooba. Uh, what did you think of the song? Did you listen to it? Of course you listened to it. Everyone listened to it. Everyone listened to it when it came out. Fucking Six Nights first songs since he came out of prison. It's a lot of controversy with him, especially with everybody on the Diddy Snitch. It was a good idea. Yeah. All that shit. But I don't know. That song went hard. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, it went pretty damn hard. Yeah, I, I actually didn't hate it. You know, um, in regards to the whole snitching thing, I'm gonna try to not give Six Nine a ton of attention on here, just because I don't know. It seems to be the trend of the media right now is kind of anti 6 9 which is understandable. I mean, I'm not going to get too deep into it. I think most people in his position probably would have taken the same course of action. Um, yeah. At the same time, he did get himself into that situation. And yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I'm going to try not to talk about him too much. I don't think he needs more attention than he's already getting. <laughs> he's <laughs> He seems to already be stealing every headline I see on Twitter. So I really don't think he needs our attention too. Somehow uh, he thinks he can beat Akon in a hit for hit, which I think is the funniest thing. Yeah, that's going down today, so I, I am very curious how that goes. I mean, Akon's like, Akon's Akon, like locked up, don't matter. Uh, what the hell? That man, I'm a huge Akon fan. I, I don't talk about Akon ever with Stay Tuned because Akon is completely irrelevant for the most part in 2020. But man, Akon's a god. Akon goes hard. I fucking love it. Yeah, like my childhood was ruled by Akon. Akon is like he Akon is much more legendary than the hip hop community gives him credit for. I mean, I guess he's more R and B than like rap, but man, like put some respect on my guy's I name. How different it would have been if the whole underage thing didn't happen. Like, I wonder if he would be big still. Yeah. Like that kind of took his career down yeah a part of me wonders that too but i mean like when you're talking like just music like i got akon right up there with like nelly neo like Ludacris, like those guys like akon's legendary mm -hmm. and we don't talk about him ever it's damn he deserves love give akon some love yeah the point is shout out akon i don't know how we got onto akon but akon i love you and i'm gonna go bump an akon album after this maybe maybe freedom i like that album uh anyways what else? What else? Future dropped this week. Did you get a chance to listen to that yet? That was only like I actually have, yesterday. I have so, not yet. 
I was going to listen to it when I fell asleep yesterday, and then I ended up forgetting to do that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, um I, I'm not like the biggest fan of Future. Yeah. Most of his shit is just like features. Yeah. But there's a couple of songs where he. Yeah, I, I think, uh, a sneak preview, everybody, I think next week I'm going to be talking about High Off Life for the album review at the end of the episode, so um, I'm going to save my thoughts for now. Christian, if you get the chance to listen to it between now and then, let me know and we can talk about it a bit before I do the formal review. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid project, though, I'll say that much. Uh, I'll give you my full thoughts next week, everybody, but yeah, I thought it was decent. Was it like a stereotypical future album, or was it more like a he tried to go with a new direction? Uh, no, it, it's your typical, it's one of my favorite future projects, I think, but, um, really? Okay. it's, uh, it's your typical, like, future, you know, he's being, he actually mixes it up pretty well, uh, he's pretty toxic and pretty savage, like usual, uh, which is to be expected from a future album, but there's some good, uh, like, vulnerability in there, too, that I was, I don't want to say impressed with, but that, I don't know, kind of gave it some diversity. Uh, I find a lot of the time future either picks... Uh, that savageness or that vulnerability and sticks with it for a project uh, it's not all very often that he kind of goes both on one project so i was happy with it um but yeah i'll, I'll save the rest of my thoughts for next week we had a uh, travis scott and kid cuddy drop uh the scots yes which is a, i loved that song yeah it's a solid record so um, are they dropping uh, album together I've right. heard mixed things. I've heard rumors that they might be dropping a project of sorts together, whether it's an EP, mixtape album, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd be down for it. I would be very down for it. I think, actually, uh, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi together are a pretty good combination. Uh, Honestly, though. Like, as much as I love Cudi's old style, I, I kind of I fucked with the... I don't know how you describe that. Yeah, I don't really know either, but it, it, it's... Nah, I like it. I'd be down for an album like that. Um, huh. I need music to start popping off again. <laughs> COVID. I really do, too. I mean, yeah. Summer is going to be probably the most entertaining part. Because that's when everything's going to be dropping left and right. I hope so, yeah. I, a lot of artists just aren't dropping because they can't tour and make... I mean, that's where artists get their bread, right? Is. Hmm. Like, sure, you're going to get some money from dropping your album. You're going to get a few thousand, a couple hundred thousand. I don't really know. But, like, you're not making, like, the millions that some artists are getting from touring. So, I mean, if I, I understand why a lot of people don't want to drop right now when they can't really take advantage of that. But, uh, man, I wish we could get some new music. <laughs> oh, Trippy dropped. Yeah. Was Trippy, what was up with that? Was he dropping a rock album? Uh, he says he Did is. He drop it? Okay. I, that was a while ago. I don't know if he actually right. will. Um, I saw the teasers, and it was actually kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be down if he does. Uh, he said he did, but I don't take most artists at their word nowadays. They just be saying shit. Uh, MGK said he's dropping a punk album, and he's dropped like four punk singles, so I, I think that one's coming at some point. His voice is fitting for it. Yeah, I think his voice is honestly more fitting kinda for more like punk than it is rap I, I love mgk i have uh, hotel diablo on record uh got that as a gift shout out lucas but um yeah i listen to a lot of mgk i actually bef like before the whole eminem beef i'd never listened to mgk uh but now i uh i'm on him I, I listen to quite a bit of his music i think he's pretty good he's pretty underrated uh 
Speaking of Eminem and Killshot, I just uh, dropped an article on our website. Uh, I think it was uh, on Saturday. Uh, it's uh, every rapper's, or not every. Obviously, I don't. I'm not. I can't do every rapper, but um, it was like I don't know. I think ten rappers I picked. I think it was like Rocky, Tyler, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, uh, Denzel, uh, a few other people. It was just their best like non-album singer uh, single. Uh, Eminem was on there. I did Killshot. That's what made me think of it. It's a pretty dope article though. I had a lot of fun writing that one. If anyone wants to check it out. Uh, other than that though, I don't really think there's too much more to cover. Um, I know Nav drops, but I didn't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, Nav dropped. I talked about that with uh, Troy last week for a bit. Um, I listened to it. It's uh, it's it's Nav. <laughs> it's Nav. I, I, I went on, I don't know what website it was, but somebody dropped the album of everyone's verses except for Nav. I love that. <laughs> Good Intentions Without Brown Boy was like, oh my god. god. People are savage. Uh, it's not like a terrible album. It's the same as every Nav album ever. It's like a 5 out of 10 probably. I don't know maybe four and a half but it's fine i don't know it's it's nav there's a couple songs that don't i don't know i don't know it's nav that's all i'm gonna say um other than that though i think we've been on here for about uh, we got about 25 minutes and i'm about to talk about uh get Lenny's love songs by uh, saint john so we can probably call it here if that's good with you unless you got anything else you want to talk about um that is a good-ass album, and I'm very happy that you decided to talk about that on the podcast. It is a good-ass album. You, uh, I can, yeah, you'll you'll see when this podcast comes out. Actually, there's a video that should be up very soon of that one. Um, it's, yeah, I, I got a couple of requests for it, shockingly, so I was like, damn, I'm going to cover this, because I love that album, and no one ever talks about it, so. Actually, I, St. John's underrated. Shout out you for putting me on St. John, so. No problem. I wanted to see him live at Oceaga. I know. Nice. Oh, trust me. I'll, I'll talk about that in the review. Oh, man, that would have oh. been great. Anyways, though, uh, thanks for being with me. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. And I guess I'll hopefully talk to you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Peace, homie. Peace. So without further ado, let's jump into it. This week, I, I actually wanted to talk about an album that I haven't seen discussed on Twitter, like hip-hop Twitter, almost at all. Um... And I want to get started here. And we're going to discuss uh, St. John's 2018 album, Get a Lenny's Love Songs. Uh, I actually got a few requests for this one, surprisingly. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to cover this, another requested album that, as I said, I really see no discussion around. Um, I am very happy that I got this request uh, because it gives me an excuse to talk about a great and underappreciated album. Um jump cut time my audio is weird right now uh saint john is a 33 year old new york rapper known for his hit song roses uh you know actually i was supposed to see saint john at a festival this summer um he was one of the names on the ballot i was most excited for you know actually the festival i was supposed to go to with my editor brady kelly uh, my correspondent christian dukic was supposed to be there and a few of our other uh homies uh so, you know, it, it was going to be a good time. It got canceled, obviously, because of the coronavirus, which I feel like I'm mentioning more and more as these episodes go on. Um, I don't know, maybe it's the... I, it's just the way the world's going. Um, but yeah, I was super excited to see him at that festival. Actually, speaking of Christian and Brady, Christian is a huge fan of St. John. Actually, he's the one who put me on to St. John, so shout out Christian for that. Uh, thank you. That was about two years ago, I think, you first started playing him for me. Uh, I didn't get around to checking him out until 
probably mid 2019 and i realized i was super late uh he, he's a great artist and anyways you know moving on I was really excited to see him play live, though. Uh, I think he would be a great at a summer music festival. You know, it would just be great vibes. But back to the topics. Uh, Ghetto Lenny Love Songs is a 14-track album full of bangers. I mean, this is the type of music I love to listen to on a nice day, windows down, out on those, like, country roads driving windows down. Just It's just... The energy on songs like 5,000 Singles is undoubtedly infectious and almost irresistibly tempting you just i don't know but but the energy isn't it's quickly exchanged for some depth and introspection throughout this album you know we have ballads like i can fucking tell uh which remains maybe my one of my favorite songs of 2019 uh you know as a whole this album is a great collection of tracks that showcase saint john's ability uh the, the the songs have great production and even better melodies i i think the melodies is maybe saint john's strongest uh area of talent would be the word i don't know he's he's very skilled in developing these these different melodies on a lot of different songs and while a lot of his music you could argue sounds somewhat similar i think if you're listening with with that trained ear and you're actually analyzing those uh the patterns in in what he's saying or it's he's just he's got this great understanding of uh music at that level and just music theory like that you know these melodies are, are incredible and you know saint john's take on trap music is unique and this album truly showcases that you know well it could be argued that his voice and sound could become a bit saturated by the end of its uh 44 minute runtime we have features from meek mill lil baby lenny kravitz a boogie with a hoodie and those do a really good job at mixing up the sounds in order to avoid that complacency throughout most of the album um you know the production on this album it's it's impressive but perhaps a little less captivating than on his previous projects i think this may have been an intentional ploy in order for saint john to express his full vocal range and capabilities you know um his voice really has this this chance to take over the majority of these laid-back open-ended beats uh you know, he comes in with a good mix of aggressive hard music as well as these, you know, as I said, th these slow down melodies and with with the stripped vocals and powerful lyrics and Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs is one of the most replayable albums of 2019 for me. And it, I was very impressed by this album. And I think that the lack of discussion around it on hip hop Twitter on in the music community in general, as I always say, is maybe a little disrespectful to such a great project. I, St. John isn't uh, a household name by any, any means. He's fairly new to the scene, uh, even newer to the main stage of hip-hop. But, you know, I I think he's got potential to be one of the bigger names over the next few years. I don't think he gets all of the credit he deserves. He's an incredibly talented trap artist. Uh, he's not your traditional trap artist. He, he's not Future. He's not Young Thug, you know. But he's really in his own lane. I, I don't know a lot of people who know that have this sound. And of the people who do he might be the best at it. You know, I think he's really paved his own lane in that regard. And he is on top of what he's doing. Uh, and, you know, Gutters Lenny's Love Songs is probably my favorite album of his. Uh, one of the most replayable albums of 2019, as I said, and easily an 8 out of 10. Uh, you know, I really don't have much more to say about this album. I, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of highs and not a lot of lows that I can really point out, minus perhaps the the complacency that you, you might feel while listening to it uh 
you know, and that withheld production, maybe a lot of people might get irked by, but I don't, I don't think either of those are big issues. And that's what makes this album so easy to, to give this album an eight, you know, I don't give out eights often, uh, you know, but I think this album deserves it. Uh, I, I really don't have much else to say about it, you know. Uh, if you haven't heard this album, which I'm sure a lot of you might not have, uh, please go check it out. Uh, St. John is... He performs at a lot of festivals. He's been at uh, even Oshiego, which I was supposed to go to this summer. He's been at it, I think, the last two years where I was, and I didn't even see him either time. I just He was performing at the same time with other artists. Um, but I, I've heard that he puts on an incredible live show, and, you know, I, I'd highly recommend checking him out uh, if you haven't heard of him or heard this album um apart from that yeah eight out of ten thanks for watching let me know what you think about the cameras and have a great rest of your week stay safe covid is almost over i think thanks for listening to the stay tuned podcast everybody i've been your host anthony canonico Stay Tuned is produced and edited by Brady Kelly. Special thank you to my correspondent, Kristen Dukich. Check out more from Stay Tuned Media at staytunedmedia underscore on Twitter or at www.staytunedmedia1.wixsite.com. Thanks again, and remember to stay tuned for next week's episode.